I'm Christian Bush. And I'm Cindy Watts. Welcome to our podcast, 52. I turned 52 this year, believe it or not, and I am releasing 52 songs to celebrate. This podcast looks at the relationship between my 52 new songs and 52 of my most popular songs from my back catalog with plenty of stories and laughs along the way. Happy to be here. I'm prepared. Just waiting. You're you you're kind of grabbing your chair a little hard right I, there. I know. I I know. I know. I'm going to get this dad joke since I missed the last one. And this, I'm going to be a little more topical. Uh, okay. So it's current events. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> he just looked at me over the top of his microphone, just like cut his eyes. Like just Chris, wait for this. Chris Rock couldn't figure out why Will Smith was on stage walking his way, and then it hit him. Oh. <laughs> it sure did <laughs> let's see um i probably have one worse than that really uh-huh did you know that the swordfish has no natural predators to be afraid of i didn't except for the penfish which is supposed to be even mightier like that one you just like that one better than the will smith joke uh, no i'm a writer i like the idea that words are more powerful there you go yeah see I like that one yeah today's pairing yes are um it's it's an emo pairing it's time to get into your feels oh as if i'm not there all the time anyway <laughs> <laughs> this first song off of 52 is called um a soft place to fall and i wrote it with taylor davis and it's paired with a Sugarland song called April Showers, which I wrote with uh, Jeff Cohen and later completed with Jennifer Nettles. So um, the reason I'm connecting these songs together is they are both dealing with a complicated emotion. And I, I've been doing a lot of interviews recently for... Um, the different musicals that I've been mm -hmm. involved with. And it's typical that I get a, a question um, that asks what is different about writing for a musical than writing for country radio or writing for whatever. Um, and I, my answer is that in, in popular music or in, in commercial music, the, the tools that you use, in order to communicate are big and blunt, <laughs> you true. know, yeah. they, 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 and especially when you start seeing what you're communicating through, a lot of times you're communicating through the tiniest little speaker in the bottom of your telephone it's true. <laughs> or in these giant speakers in arenas where it's going to bounce around. So subtlety is lost in a lot of those things. So you stop using subtle, uh, tools because mm -hmm. you just can't see them. It's like a bright light and you've got a little tiny thing in the middle that you wanted people to see just to get to catch the nuance and the bright light just overpowers it. Right. These metaphors are not as working as well as I wanted, but no, I, I, you're doing great. Okay. Um, and, and in, in theater, you get to have more refined tools. Right. So therefore you can make things that have layers. They are, uh, emotions that are, 
emotions that are and emotions. So it's you're happy and you're concerned and you're scared and you're slightly upset and you're tired. And that is one color yeah, that you can life. paint with. Mm-hmm. And you can use different things to do it. You can use the music. You can use the actor. You can use the lighting. You can use the the things that they're doing while they're singing that song. They could be singing a, a happy song while someone's dying. And that has its own, you know, multi-layered complication. And it's a cool way to uh, revisit yourself as a creator because you start to see that these things that you've simplified as a as a commercial writer, you you are able to allow more um, complicated tastes. Now, it, I I don't want anyone to misinterpret this as better. Complicated doesn't mean better. Right. It never has. Um, but I think a lot of times in society, we decide that the more complicated wine is the better wine or the, or the, um, the, the, the pasta dish with these seven different flavors that are on top of each other. And these cakes that are, you know, this buttercream with this cinnamon and this blah, blah, blah. And this complicated palate means that you're wealthy, smarter, taller, kinder, like the, you're somehow better. And it just turns out that French fries are better than all of it. And it is, it is true. There's just nothing that can make that not true. So I don't even want anyone to misinterpret this, but there is a certain um, comfort that you get in your heart when you get hit with information about an emotion that is as complicated as we are as humans. And it, it always makes me choke up every time anybody hits that button. And typically it'll be in a movie. You know, I'll find if I'll find myself at the end of a movie that's designed to drop me on a dime an hour and a half later of just breaking into tears because the dog died. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you said, I'm going to tell you a story about when the dog dies, it's not as complicated and the payoff isn't there. Right. You, you're bracing for it the whole time. Right. Right. But humans are complicated people. We are, we are not as simple as our songs help us, you know, our, yeah. our, our songs reflect. And in both of these songs, I, I relish the opportunity um, at two times in my life. These songs are separated by a good 15 years mm-hmm. um, and uh, or more. And, it's just deciding that you want a more complicated emotion when you look in the mirror. Well, I think, you know, sometimes that you need help identifying what it is that you're feeling. And I think that's what great art does. Right. I think that, you know, what you're talking about, you're talking about layering emotions and feeling all of these things at one time. You know, I think sometimes people, I'm obviously sometimes I get confused by what I'm feeling because you, you know, you don't hear people saying, well, I feel this way and 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 this way at one time. Right. And you're, you're confused by that. So I think when you can wrap it up in a song and people hear it, it gives them permission to feel what they're feeling hmm. without 
question as much as they had before. It's permission, I guess. Yeah, it's permission. Hmm. Well, this first song um, was kind of written from that angle of if there's a character and he is saying to you, <laughs> it's so funny to just slightly hide behind third person, isn't it? <laughs> um, and he's he's saying to you, look, I hope you ended up in a happy life. And I hope you ended up there with every wish that I could possibly give you. And I want to remember all the things I know you wanted to do. And I hope you did them. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I hope your life is, is taking all of the best turns after me. It's such a complicated relationship thing to feel. Yeah. Right. Because you were both sad and forgiving and guilty and ashamed and genuinely hopeful, you know, and how do you squish all that into one picture and then stare at it for three minutes? <laughs> so that's what Taylor and I were trying to do with this song. So here it is. It's called Soft Place to Fall. I hope you're staring at the ocean with the sand beneath your feet. Or maybe you're in motion a thousand miles from the beach. I've heard a couple rumors and I hope that they're all true. I hope that you don't think about me the way I think about you. I hope you're loving life in that new town. I hope that that new job is working out. I hope you found a good bar with a good Friday night crowd. Hope you found a new guy that never wasn't your fault at all And I hope you find a soft place to fall I hope you finally went to Paris Bought that pair of shoes Maybe took that drive up by five Like you always wanted to Hope you got mile high in Denver Like we said we'd do together Hurts like hell, but I tell myself that it's somehow for the better. I hope you're loving life in that new town. I hope that that new job is working out. I hope you found a good bar with a good Friday night crowd. Hope you found a new guy and he never let you down. My heart was so hard, it wasn't yours. Oh, and I hope you find a soft place to fall I 
that new town Hope that that new job is working out Hope you found a good bar with a good Friday night crowd Found a new guy and that he don't let you down My heart was so hard, it wasn't your fault at all Painting's got a lot of colors on that one. It does. It really does. And I think that, you know, aside from, you know, the picture that you paint in the story, it's like those emotions in that song carry over into all types of relationships. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's, it's when it, and that's really a testament to Taylor. Um, when we were writing this song is he, he says all the things that he's feeling. Right. And, um, and it's the apology for, it, it wasn't even an apology. It was, I hope you find somebody that doesn't let you down. Yeah. And it's and it's it's saying it in a in a way that it gives you both the information about how you feel about you hope that it you hope that you have a better experience because I'm the one who let you down. You know, like right. it, it says so much in the small amount of time that it gets to say it. And I the every time I listen to that song, I get lost in the colors of it. I get I go right back to the second we wrote it. Yeah. I it's hard to not to get sucked in, God get sucked into that one. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it's a story and a song. And you think about, you're talking about how much emotion you can cram in a song and feeling all those things. And it just reminds me like how much, how much your heart can hold, you know, it's like, huh. you know, like how much you can, you can weather a lot more than you think you can. Right. Oh, look at me already pointing to the next song. There you go. Did you see how I did that? I did. I didn't even mean to do that. That was an accident. You can't even help it. (laughs) There's your Southernism. You can't even help it. I can't help it. Um, This next song, though, the reason I paired this is um, this song, uh, uh, April Showers, has a similar vibe to me, which is um, it's dealing with a multi-layered situation and at this time in Sugarland's career we, this was a new thing for us um we hadn't you know things were very direct because we were trying to communicate with strangers right nobody even knew what the band really was we had two or three songs on the radio um and we had come up this was going to be our second album and and Kristen had left the band so it was pretty much up to us and the first thing we did was try to write with some people that we didn't know Mm-hmm. or we write with some people that we hadn't written with and because all we'd written with was each other and our first try was like well who do you know i was like well let me call my friend jeff he he signed me to bmi in new york as billy pilgrim in 1994 mm-hmm. this is 2004 i wonder where he is let's find jeff so i called him and i was like hey man so where should i write And he's like how about with me <laughs> i said what And he's like i'm a writer now I was like, cool, where are you? He's like, I'm in Los Angeles. Like, let's write. 
because I'm here in Los Angeles when, you know, a couple of days. So we held up in a hotel room and Jennifer went to write with uh, a writer that she had just met named Lisa Carver. And then what we our, our plan was we were going to meet up later uh, and then play each other the songs we had written because <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't done that yet either. That right. was new. And um, I sat with Jeff and we wrote most of April showers and that was going to be our our song we were going to play for her. Mm-hmm. And she and Lisa wrote a song, which, gosh, I wish I remembered the name of it, but we didn't end up using that one. But we mm-hmm. did end up writing a bunch with Lisa Carver because we loved her so much. And with Jeff, he, he wrote with us, you know, a couple more times mm-hmm. easily. But um, originally, this is like two 90s guys writing a song, a, 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 a kind of a simple... And it, it fell into maybe what is more bluegrassy or folk mm-hmm. because it's kind of my root. Right. And um, this idea that, you know, it's a, an old saying, April showers bring May flowers, right? Mm-hmm. So like the bad is what brings you the good. And um, it was a theme I had started to work with in Sugarland. Like um, the, that band, the more we wrote, the more I could tell very quickly which songs were going to be a part of the the canon and which were not. Yeah. And they all angled around theme. And I loved this one because it. I knew it was going to be somebody's favorite song, but I knew it was never going to go on the radio. Mm-hmm. But just because of the nature of what I had just learned about country radio. And I was like, well, right. then we ought to do it because it's going to be someone's favorite. Yeah. And that's that's almost a better reason than to to do it than to get it on the radio. Oh, for sure. And um, so we put everything of ourselves into the song to make sure that it was our favorite. And when I go listen to it now and I go, look, you can see all the like the data on every song. And it's the least listened to song on that record. Oh, um, no, that's not wrong. It's the it's the least popular but it absolutely deserves its space. Well, sure. Because yeah. it has this multi-complicated level of, look, the bad happens and you've got to believe good comes from it. So here it is, April Showers. Okay. Looking for an angel in these hills Looking for a map to find what we left behind Knowing that we will always end up right where we start Cause I got time on my hands and hope in my heart We both understand we weren't meant to be
I just realized listening back to that that it's the exact same thing. <laughs> That's why I put them together. I I typically rewrite songs or rewrite emotions over and over again till I get them right. Yeah. So those songs are 17 years apart. Wow. So what does that mean? Like if you wrote them 17 years apart and you re- rewrite them, rewrite the emotions until you get it right. Does that mean that? Well, I don't know what that means. Um, it means somewhere in me, I'm still interested in the feeling of, I know you're out there somewhere and I know I'm here and I want you to think fondly of me. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And I apparently wasn't satisfied the first time I did it. (laughs) So I think it's the same wish. It's just, I think I turned the volume up on, or I learned more. Well, maybe the, the, 35 year old me or whatever hadn't really understood the layers of emotion. And now that I understand them a little better, I can make a better song about it. The 35 year old you was writing a song um, for a contemporary country album at a time when you were having songs on the radio and having hits and the 52 year old version of you or however old, old you were <laughs> when you wrote that song. Yeah just wrote the song just wrote the song you know like just wrote the song with minus agenda yeah well i i think agenda had happened to us in sugarland at that time but sure i don't think we had really grasped the gravity of it right because i think we walked in with um a naivete well sure that uh, honestly had we understood how hard it is of a thing that we were doing we probably would have crumbled a little at it more than we did. Cause we were like, Oh, we can do this. You know, it was kind of like a, a genuine joy for trying. Well, you could, and you did, but it was very underdoggy, you know, doggish. Well, that was complicated, emotional, podcast time i know i need a drink now (laughs) or a cry one or the other or both well i just i i love i mean what when you want to go into your feels what music do you put on Hmm. i try to avoid the feels normally when i put on the music it, it it is because i want to distract from the i need no help getting into Into the the fields no help whatsoever um (laughs) none i think that uh yeah it's 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 quite the opposite for me because you know it's like do you put on sad songs when you get sad or do you put on happy songs when you get sad it depends on the sad Hmm, good answer you know it depends on the sad because i think sometimes you want to feel better and then sometimes you want to you want a song that makes you feel like you're not the only one who's ever been there. You want a song that kind of, you know, commiserates with you. So it just, it just depends, you know, are you happy? Are are you sad because your heart's broken because a person you love left? Are you sad because your dog died? Are you sad for, you know, somebody disappointed you, you know? It just depends on the sad. 
Do you have the same degrees of happy songs? I don't think so. Fascinating answer. I I don't think so. So all happy songs work probably equally. Yeah. But sad songs are striated into their specificness. I think for me and my feels, sad is a more complicated emotion for me. You know, I can, I can get there, you know, 87,000 different ways for just as many different reasons. And, um, I think because when I love a song, when I really love a song, it's going to make me happy, Hmm. you know, no matter what side of it, no matter which side it's on, it's like, that's the road. That's the path. So I love that. I'm going to stop us right there because that's the road. That's the path is the, is the way I want this to, to wrap itself up. There you go. Well, thank you. Oh, thank Thank you. you for listening to all this deeply feeling things. Drink and a cry. Okay. Everybody go do both those things in whatever order you like. Just don't, just don't drive while you're doing it. Yes. Drinking or crying. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey everybody, Christian Bush here. Cindy Watts. And we would like to thank you for joining us for another episode of 52. If you'd like to write us with questions or comments, you can contact us at 52thepodcast at gmail.com. That is the number 52. Or by leaving us a voicemail at 803-900-5252. Also, remember, the best way to help us is to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Please and thank you. You can follow me at Christian Bush on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can follow Cindy at Cindy Watts on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Thank you for listening, and please join us next week.